Hello, thanks for having me on again, Kevin. I'm David Kingsbury, founder and CEO of Kinged LLC. Today, we're discussing how to choose the right behavioral health consultant for your project. So to start, what are some reasons why someone might need a mental health consultant? Well, first, it helps to develop clinically effective documentation. So we're talking about things like uh, the clinical notes where uh, medical interventions are recorded, assessments, treatment plans, uh, those types of documentation, both in terms of making sure that they um, are compliant with the standards for those documentation, as well as effective, where they'll do what they need to do and, and be a useful tool for clinicians to help people. A mental health consultant can also help draft behavioral health policies and procedures. So this would include, let's say that maybe you've grown to the point where you've added programs, but you don't have a policy on how to effectively transition clients across them. Or maybe your company's grown and you realize, well, now there's a need for a nepotism policy or, or what have you. So a behavioral health consultant can help to draft those and make sure they cover all the essential elements. Uh, the third thing is they can help to ensure compliance uh, with three things. And the first is state regulations. So every uh, clinical program, uh, every element from the credentials of those who operate within that program to the specific processes and the way things are done and timeframes, all of that is recorded in state regulation. And uh, that's, that's law, so it has to be followed. There's also federal regulation. That's the second thing. So things like HIPAA, uh, so for client uh, protection, of their confidentiality and protection of their medical records or release of medical records. That's a federal law, and there are a lot of those that also need to be followed. And then uh, the third thing would be credentialing bodies, and they don't call these laws or regulations. They're called standards. So let's say that you're, you want to achieve accreditation with Joint Commission. Well, in order to get that seal of approval, there's a big old thick book that's got a lot of standards and specific ways that you have to operate your program. And so a consultant can help you to navigate those. A lot of agencies are frustrated about regulations uh, that saying that they're they're undue an undue burden or they limit um, the care that they can provide, and that's true. In a lot of cases, there are limitations and they can be burdensome. But regulations were created be, by people who were doing the work and identified what's the most effective and the best way to do it, and they codified that. Uh, or someone was injured, a patient was hurt because there are certain things that weren't done correctly or things that were done that shouldn't have been done. And so the regulations exist to protect uh, those that we serve. So I, it's very important that those are followed. Um, and a cred credentialing bodies, they take it um, a step beyond because they want to show that you're going above and beyond to demonstrate effective evidence-based care. So again, a consultant can help you to uh, ensure you're crossing all the appropriate T's and dotting all the necessary I's. Um, a consultant can help you to expand your existing services. So maybe you've got a good program, but there are some gaps, uh, additional interventions, uh, medical services you could provide to clients or support services. A consultant can help you visualize you know, where those fit in, how to interconnect them. And then, of course, launching a new program. So everything from you know, finding uh, the location, having inspections done, applying for facility licensure, applying for credentialing uh, with insurances. All of those things are important that, uh, you know, a consultant can help with. So what do we watch out for? <laughs> well, we want to watch out for a weak healthcare association. Um, there are uh, those who have been grandfathered in. For example, I've seen uh, clinicians that have a, a degree in education for teaching that have state licenses uh, to practice as a counselor. While 
there can be effective clinicians that do that, and this, that's no longer the case. You have to have a, an accompanying degree. You want to keep an eye out to make sure that the academics is there. Someone might be working in the field, but they may not be fully informed and have that educational background. So to make sure they're from a program uh, that has those elements is important. Another thing to watch out for is, is that they're poorly balanced. So this means they're too focused on the details. They can't see the bigger picture. Uh, or they focus only on the bigger picture and can't, you know, dive in and actually work on the details to, to fix a problem. So there needs to be a balance. Um, I would watch out for them having an academic clinical background, but not having practical boots on the ground field experience, because that is very important as well. Uh, watch out for a lack of administrative skills. They might be a great counselor, but maybe they're not great with management or leadership, organization, budgeting. Those are important things to consider. And then, you know, lastly, a limited record of performance. You know, can they demonstrate companies that they've helped launch programs, uh, companies that have expanded? Um, can they show problems that they've solved for clients, increased revenue, ways that they've cut waste? All of that is very important. So, so what do we focus on? What do we want to look for? Well, we want to look for someone who's mature and seasoned, someone that can effectively balance the tension between clinical client care and profitable business operations. We want to focus on someone who has a strong association with healthcare in general and behavioral health in particular, you know, having worked in the trenches, actually treating patients and operating within the system of a treatment program. Uh, that experience is invaluable. Uh, we want to look for strong management and leadership skills. Uh, someone who is capable of problem solving and mentoring by sharing their practical experience. You know, a consultant that, you know, can help draft documents that ensure compliance with the various regulatory bodies, someone that can design treatment programs and intake processes that can easily demonstrate medical necessity to insurers, you know, how to recognize areas that can be scaled upward or supplemented with wraparound services, you know, how to handle employee conflict, training or credentialing requirements, um, retaining top talent, communicating uh, best practices, uh, ensuring ethical treatment protocols, when to pivot or shift focus, and, and so much more. And lastly, the behavioral health consultant must be able to demonstrate a consistent track record of success. Success. Now, it may sound self-serving uh, at this point, but I'm a national board certified psychotherapist, burnout coach, and behavioral health consultant. You know, my goal is to deliver lasting value and life-changing principles, igniting a shockwave of multi-generational impact. Holding dual clinical licenses, national board certification, and international reciprocity, I've trained hundreds of licensed therapists, medical doctors, university students, administrative staff, CEOs, and business executives. My three-prong approach to increasing a company's revenue through behavioral health consulting includes one, damage control, two, service improvement, and three, company expansion. And I go into greater detail on specific strategies in these areas in my work with my clients. Now, if you're wanting to grow professionally, whether that means increasing career opportunities, launching a business, or supercharging your current venture, my consulting services provide you with the same springboard I've used to help others reach new heights and expand company revenues by millions of dollars. Uh, you can learn more about me at dkking.com or just search King LLC. That's K-I-N-G-E-D-L-L-C on Google. Now, whether or not you're interested in working with King, 
I hope this article has helped you understand some of the important facets to consider when choosing a behavioral health consultant for your career, business, or project. Now remember to ensure the consultant is well-versed in the mental health field, that they possess practical personal experience, that they have the ability to balance micro, macro, clinical practice and profitability, that they have an executive skill set, and that they have demonstrated a consistent track record of success. Making a commitment to the wrong consultant could result in wasted revenue, squandered time, and at the worst, negative repercussions for your agency due to compliance violations. Following this simple guide will help you avoid the pains of trial and error and instead be empowered to connect with a solid healthcare consultant capable of taking your treatment program to the next level.